And welcome, everybody. Hello, this is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show. I'm here by myself today. Doug is off having a birthday celebration with a friend of his who has a birthday today. And today is Leap Day, everybody. Did you know that? Yes, it's the only time in four years that you actually have a real birthday. So I know there are several people who have a, it's February 29th as a birthday, but uh, Doug's friend has a birthday today, so he's going to go celebrate it with them. So I think that's a great idea. And I don't have anybody to celebrate it with, so I'm going to celebrate it with you guys. Okay? Okay. So today on the show, we're going to have several things. First of all, uh, this week was kind of a shock for me uh, when we lost Clive Cussler uh, on February 24th. And he was an author, and I have a personal story to tell about him, so I thought I'd, I'd bring that up. So we're going to do his chart, and uh, and then also we're going to bring on... Ms. Mary Beckman, the rock and roll psychic. She's going to be on. She's going to come on with me and talk to a little bit about Clive Cuscler because I know she really liked him. So, and I kind of want to get her in on the story. I'm not sure if I've told her this story before. But anyway, so anyway, it's going to be kind of a fun day. And, you know, we're going to be talking to Mary about all things astrological and metaphysical that are things that are going on right now in the news. And there's a lot going on in the news, but I, I'm going to try to avoid the really heavy stuff and talk about uh, the things that are coming up for a lot of people, you know, metaphysically, and people are having like out-of-body experiences and all sorts of things like that. And um, the energy is changing, our, our energy is moving up to a higher level and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm going to bring that up with her because she's really, really good on that. She knows all that stuff. So... Anyway, we're going to have a combination astrological and metaphysical conversation a little bit later. So anyway, so it's going to be a fun day, and I hope everybody's having a good day. We're still in the middle of this Mercury retrograde, unfortunately, and it's been a hard one, honestly, because, you know, sometimes we don't know if the news is being told to us the truth or what is it. So I'm going to be waiting until this is over with to really determine what the heck is going on in the world so anyway, we're going to take a break right now. And when we get back, we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. This is Eileen Grimes with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Yes, and today um, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do this week as far as celebrity. And I kind of realized it when uh, Mr. Clive Kessler, he passed away, I believe, on Monday on the 24th. And, um, and we heard about it about two, two, three days later. But um, his chart and the situation that I know him from, because I actually knew him, um, was kind of interesting. Let me just bring on Mary real quick, see if she wants to talk about it. Hi, Mary. 
Eileen, how well, are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm hoping that this is going to go well. Yes, it will. So um, did I tell you my story about Clive Cussler? I know that you knew him, but I don't remember anything about it. Okay. And I've, I remember, I've, I've read a bunch of his books, but it's been years and years. Yes. And so I, I will be able to vibe in on him maybe a little bit. Yeah, that would be awesome. You get done. Sure. That, that would be great. Okay. So anyway, let me talk just a little bit about the astrology of him because it's interesting. When I was first doing my book, I realized that there were a lot of people that were born on the quarter turn of, you know, April 15th was the day that Titanic sank. And in case you didn't know, I wrote about the Titanic and its accompanying astrology. And April 15th, July 15th, October 15th, and January 15th were all days that if anybody was born right around then, they would have a significant connection to the Titanic disaster. I don't know why, but I did. But anyway, Clive Kessler's birthday is July 15th. Okay, and it's 1931 he was born, and he was born about 1 a.m. in Aurora, Illinois. Okay, so what I was looking for in his chart was a, a signature, you know, as far as the astrological signature of the Titanic. You know, I look at the original Titanic um, event on a, you know, in a chart, you know, when it hit the iceberg. I saw that you know, the sun was at 21 Aries, and, you know, there's a whole bunch of things that were right around the 20, 19th to the 24th degree of a cardinal sign, which is Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Okay, so I found his chart. I was looking for for quite a while because it was a little bit hard to, to find. But I found that he has one, two, three, four, five planets, six planets, in those degree points, <laughs> six out of ten, not too bad, huh? So anyway, um, he has he's Cancer. He was double Cancer, Cancer Moon, Pluto in Cancer, Sun in Cancer, and Jupiter in Cancer, and uh, at eighteen degrees, twenty degrees, twenty-one degrees, and twenty-nine degrees respectively. And then he has it all opposed Saturn at nineteen Capricorn. And so that's the degree point. And then also a square to Uranus at 18 air, 19 Aries. So that's six planets out of 12 or 10 planets that were in those degree points. And I figured, well, he's pretty well involved with it because what he did is that, of course, he wrote a book called Raise the Titanic. Did you read that book, Mary? No, but I've got some interesting information he's telling me. I don't know whether to tell you what he said and see if I got it right or, or Okay, or go wait. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> go okay, ahead. It's so, cool. Yeah, so I don't know anything about him personally because I just read a few of his books, but right. I don't really know him. Yeah. Um, I don't know how he passed away, but he comes through with a really big sense of humor. Oh. And he shows me his heart was big. Yes. And he wanted to let you know that he had a good brain right up to the end and that he was very satisfied with that. <laughs> oh, that's good. Because I sort of heard that he was working up, he was working on something right until he died. And there's, we don't know how he died. They just said that he passed away. He was 88 years old, after all. Uh huh. So it could uh -huh. have been just natural causes. But um, he. I just had a feeling he was extremely active with his, he was writing another project at this time to, to do Ooh, next that makes, year. Makes me happy to hear, but um, was it heart, sir? I wouldn't be surprised if he had a little heart something. 
Because you know right now, you know, lots of people with heart and blood pressure, it's just popping up for them. Yeah. And then, um, so before you even talk to, I didn't know he had that Titanic connection. I have the oh, Titanic yeah. connection, too. Yes, so you do. I hear, I hear, and so I'm sitting, I'm on the water right now. How I'm, lovely. I'm right by boats and looking, I mean, I know where it is from here. It's like right past that building. But um, anyway, there I can hear boats. I can't hear boats from here, but he made me hear boats. He oh. made me hear horns and boats. He made me feel really cold. And he showed me jumping. So this was before you said that. So I have no doubt this man was on the Titanic. I have no Absolutely. doubt. Absolutely, I knew that, yep. too. And and I was, too. So he and I are having, like, a little kinship here. <laughs> That's good. So, well, he, yeah. he you know, uh, how I met him, and I did meet him, um, was that I sent him a copy of my book. And this was just as it came out. And, this, and I found out his full astrological data after I did my book because I got it from him. So um, I sent him my book. I happened to find the address somewhere in Telluride, Colorado, I think, or someplace like that. He has several homes in one in Cabo San Lucas, too. He's quite a wealthy man. So anyway, I sent him a book and just kind of let it go. Didn't know what was going to happen with it. And about a month later, I came home and I looked at my phone and there was a message, not a message, but it was on my dialer, you know, on my automatic dialer. It said, Barbara Cussler. And I went, wait a minute, <laughs> who is this? And I didn't realize his wife's name, ex-wife, or his wife that passed away was named Barbara. And so, and, but he didn't leave a message. Whoever it was didn't leave a message. And between that day and about four days later, he called several times but never left a message. I couldn't understand it. So on a Sunday, I had just gotten done doing a reading, and he called during the time I was doing a reading. I looked at my call dialer, and I said, okay, that's it. I'm going to call this person to see who this is because I was pretty sure it was him. So I called, and, and this nice man answered the phone. I said, you've been trying to call me, and I'm Eileen Grimes, and I'm just curious, um, and you haven't left a message, so I'm just wondering, well, what can I do for you? And he said, well, this is Clive Cussler, and I about hit the floor. And um, I said, wow, that's fantastic. He says, I just wanted to let you know how much I loved your book. I went, well, here's a man who's written 85 books, and he's telling me he loves my book. I couldn't believe it. So uh, we were talking a little bit and, and all of this kind of thing, and I had a feeling he, had, he wanted to say something more, but I couldn't tell. I mean, he just kind of he was very shy on the phone because he's double cancer. Double cancers are going to be super shy. And so anyway, he didn't quite come out with it. But I said, well, what can I do for you? He said, I would really like a reading, please. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to do a reading for Clive Cussler. Whoa. So anyway, um, I did a one a following, I think, the following Sunday. And... Um, it was interesting. I sort of talked to him about his alter ego, Dirk Pitt, the character that he wrote about a lot in his books. And I said, I have a feeling that's your alter ego. And somebody, you, you know, because he's got a very powerful chart. But the character that he wrote about had those attributes more than Clive did. You know, the ones in his chart were present in his character. So I said, okay, it's got to be, you know, an offshoot of him or a, a somebody who's you know it's an alter ego type of thing and I said so is he an alter ego he goes well yeah you know just a real matter of fact yeah well yeah mm -hmm. no problem mm -hmm. I can get that so anyway um we were talking on and on it was an interesting reading and at the end of the reading I asked him do you have any questions for me and he said yes I have a real burning question and I said what is it he says why am I so fascinated with the moon <laughs> and I went 
that's the $225 question because that was an easy one to answer because his sun and moon were being ruled by the moon. You know, cancer is ruled by the moon. And I said, that's why it's that way. This is why he goes out and sits and looks at the moon a lot. I said, that's, that's your, that is your higher self up there, but it, it's your ruling planet, basically. You know, but his chart, let me just talk a little bit about his chart. Third house, four planets. Third house is the house of writing and communicating and all that kind of thing. And it's opposing Saturn in the ninth, which says, oh, my gosh. In other words, I have to write stuff to get it published so that, the, you know, the rest of the world knows about it. But there was a real drive to do that. And then he had Gemini rising, too. So that's an even a further supporter of the third house business. So he was meant to be a writer, obviously. He was he did copywriting and he did, you know, um, advertising jingles and stuff like that way before he started writing. And then he just started to do it. And it just happened. You know, 85 books later, he was a very, very successful author, you know, and I was I was really lucky enough to have met him. And I met him in person. One more thing before we go to break. I happened to find out that he was going to be at um, Barnes & Noble signing books, his latest book. So I tore over there, and um, I saw that there was about a line of 500 people waiting outside, and the line went all the way down the stairs. We were upstairs. And I said, you know, I'm not going to wait for this. And I walked up to the guy at the front of the line who was working there, and I said, I know him. I would really like to just go say hello to him, and that's all I would like to do. And he goes, okay. So I went up to him. And I said, hi, I'm Eileen Grimes. And he said, oh, my goodness. I said, how wonderful to meet you. And he said, I wish we had a chance we could sit down and talk, but I'm just not going to have the time today. And he said, I'm so glad you came up to introduce yourself. And it was he was so kind, unbelievably kind, you know, just so gentle and down to earth. And you can see that in his chart, four planets in cancer. You just can't possibly help it. When you have that much going on, very nurturing and caretaking type of person. So, yeah, that's all I wanted to say on that. But, you know, he was just I was really lucky. I was really lucky to meet him and talk to him. So anyway, I've got to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to bring you on in just a bit. So anyway, this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Angela Probst, aromatherapist. At this point, you've probably heard of essential oils, and you're not quite clear about what's going on with them. Are you overwhelmed about it? You're not sure where to start? There's so much information at our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. If you want more information and you want to talk to Angela, give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. And now we have a live read for Ms. Wanda Buckner. Wanda Buckner is a pet and people psychic and Reiki master healer and frequent guest on our show every other month, as a matter of fact. She draws on her extensive training and experience with energy and healing to heal or to teach the Yusui Holy Fire Reiki 1 and 2. She's having classes on that, and they start on March 14th and 15th in Olympia, Washington, Wanda uses an experiential, interactive approach to, so her students gain 
the skills and confidence needed to immediately begin using Reiki to heal themselves and others. The $300 fruition includes a 192-page text, Reiki, the Healing Touch First and Second Degree Manual by William Rand and Wanda's book, Choosing Energy Therapy, a practical guide to healing options for people and their animals. You can find out more information on her website, www.wandabuckner.com, or call and text, call or text her at 360-491-3187. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to New Pro Supplements, we cover the world of animals. This week, March 1st, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our animal friends Sunday. This week, an old friend returns. Aline Fortgain is back to tell us all about her latest project that has something to do with the Seattle Aquarium and Sharks, and it's very important. Plus our regulars, hope you can join us on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Self-help, healing, spirituality, and more on Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KPNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I'm Eileen Grimes. And right now, we're going to introduce the rock and roll psychic, Ms. Mary Beckman. (laughs) Hey, it's me. I have to say, that was really fun because I didn't know that he was your profile today. I had no idea. Yeah. And so now I can say I met him. He kept saying, as you know, when you were talking about something else, before you were talking about too much about him, yeah. he kept saying, my heart, my heart, my heart. This was, I was really all about it. Yeah. And when he left me, he patted me on the hand. So definitely the soul of kindness. Oh, so I could just see him was, doing that. Yeah. That was really, really, really fun. So yeah. I just am happy to be with you today. There's so much going on. My brain is Well, full good. Of cool Let's stuff. start somewhere. Let's just dive into the middle of it, shall we? Wow. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, go ahead. I, I'm kind of wanting to avoid the latest dramas right now, even though the coronavirus is important. But you know, I'm kind of re- I'm kind of reserving my judgment on it for a few weeks. Okay. So um, right now, <clears throat> I have opinions on it. I'd rather not talk about them though, because it's a little too dire. Uh, not dire in the sense that it's you know dire for people, but I mean it's it just seems kind of um, coincidental that it's happening with other things that are going on in our universe. So, excuse me, I'm still trying to get over this little cold that I have. Anyway, so where would you like to start? Where would you like to jump in? Well, probably everybody that I have talked to lately is just really feeling this push. Mm -hmm. And it's a combination of a lot of things. You touched on it a moment ago. The new moon from the other day. Yeah. Mercury retrograde always stirs people up, brings back your old boyfriend that you wish would never you know, darken your door. It brings back all kinds of stuff. I read people in the last week that were my clients from 10 years past, eight and 10 years. Wow. And that was really cool, but it was definitely a Mercury retrograde thing. I've been thinking about you kind of, oh. kind of thing. Um, you know, I've been thinking about you, Mary. <laughs> so I'm calling you up. Yeah. And so that was cool. Uh, oh, okay. But also, you know, there has been um, a lot of pressure to change, really mm-hmm. to change our actual personalities in the last week. And the person that I follow pretty closely is Jason Estes. He's all over the place, but I just I just see him on Facebook and YouTube. And he talks about what we're going through in real time. Mm-hmm. So one week it was a heart thing. Then it was, you know, just most recently a personality, uh, just a little bit of time out in personality. Right. But boy, that did come up for me. I had to do something I, I said I never would do. 
I did it, and then all kinds of awesome stuff happened. And so I really oh. just had to change. Just don't be so stubborn about, you know, it was for me, it was, you know, it, it doesn't even matter. But for everybody, it's something different. Mm-hmm. You'd probably laugh at my thing, but I mean, for everybody, it's something different. So whatever might be holding you back, try handling things a little bit different. It could be a small thing, could be a big thing. Right. We're now going into a different index. And sadly, I didn't have enough time to write down what he said. But what he says is happening is it's like having, right now, it's like having 11 days rolled into one. Uh-huh. So the pressure of 11 days rolled into one. So look up and see what index we're in right now. And it just means what's happening in real time. Okay. So I've heard of lots of people with, you know, their blood pressure's gone up. Their heart has been giving them trouble. You know, all kinds of that kind of yeah. kind of thing. And then, of course, we've got every time the solar wind comes in, mm-hmm. that just makes me feel so odd. Mm-hmm. And I have I have been feeling um, a lot of pressure in my head and like I'm wearing a little hat. So, you know, if you if you watch the Schumann chart, um, sometimes those big swaths of white really just is lightning. No, and what, so the who, person who, that I I'm sorry. That? Who is, what is the Schumann chart? Explain that. Well, to me. there's there's a bunch of charts actually, and the person who knows a lot about this is I would say everybody if you really want to know what's going down on this I look at her every couple days. Her name is Pat Donworth, D-O-N-W-O-R-T-H, on Facebook again. I don't know where else she is, but that's just the one I read when I'm sitting there in the morning for a minute. And she talks about the Schumann resonance. She talks about what's going on in Earth. Why is Earth doing what it's doing? Why are we feeling things that are coming from the sun? What's it all mean? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so um, electromagnetic bursts were a couple days ago. I tell you, I felt like I was just going to float right out of my head. Oh, boy. People are feeling spacey right now, but, you know, it's a, it was a Pisces That's Mercury thing for retrograde, a minute, right? too, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's all these feelings that people are having, and sometimes you just got to go to go lay down, you know? Yeah, yeah. I and, uh, you know, the last time, it's been a long time since I've been on your show, and I know that years ago when I, I I've been doing this for about 16, 17 years, but I'd say maybe three, four years ago, I started asking everybody, do you feel that energy? Mm-hmm. And people would say no or sometimes yes. Now when you ask people yes, everybody knows really what that is. Is it on the news? No. Probably will be because everybody's really feeling it. Yeah. But just don't think that you are um, going crazy because there's a real reason for it. Okay. So I would say if you really feel like you want to go get yourself checked, the doctor go. But a lot of this can be put down to energy, but, you know, I'd be the last one to tell you. I mean, when yeah. people come to me to say, you know, I have this rash, I say, I'm not the one for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We know our limits. Don't you know, ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because, you know, with Mercury retrograde, this is just a tough one, okay? I think it's probably still conjuncting Neptune. And then Mercury's in Pisces retrograde. Oh, In Pisces, it's bad enough. Okay, because Mercury likes focus and likes clarity. Okay, and you know when you you're sitting there and you're looking at point A and you want to get to point C, you know you have to find all the ways in between to get there. All right. So, but but Mercury in Pisces just wants to go float off into the ethers. You know, I'm just going to go down to the water and just kind of meditate. Maybe I'll figure it out there, or I'm going to go over and take a shower. Anything to do with water, of course. You know, yeah. yeah, and so it, it it's sort of it it's a distraction because 
when we are um, trying to focus our brains, and you know, because Mercury naturally likes a focused brain, wants to know what it's doing, how it's going to do it, and when it's going to do it, and when it's going to get done. Right? It has to lay all that stuff out. But in Pisces, it says, I don't care. You know, so the interesting thing is, I figured, well, I'm just going to, you know, am I going to write on my book this month? Well, okay, I could, but I'm not going to get any further. I'll just float along and float between chapters. Uh, anyway, and, but the thing that happened was that I started working on a chapter and I worked on it hard, you know, because I kept, things kept dropping in my head. I was channeling stuff. And I thought, well, okay, that could be part of the Neptune and the Pisces stuff. But then I decided to redesign my promotional material, my business card and my brochure. I redesigned them. They're all printed out. I went and sent them to, to Vistaprint, you know, but it was really easy to do that. So I think I, that I kind of tapped into the other side of Mercury or Venus or something in Pisces was that the right brain sort of took over. You know, I just sort of let it do it. You know, and it was interesting, you know, I found it really interesting. But as far as, you know, writing stuff and being logical and linear, it's hard to do that right now. Really, really hard. And this goes to March 10th, everybody. So it's got a few more days to go. we got about another 9, 10, 11 days left of this. So, yeah. So. Well, I'm going to make hay while the sun's shining then because I did seven pages of channeling just like you see? absolutely instantly yesterday. Yeah, you and, see, that's you know, what it's sometimes, about. Sometimes yeah. they'll sit with you or, you know, they'll come in and I, I, I'll see my guides or whoever I ask to speak with. I'll see them in my room with me and maybe they'll say a few sentences, but that was it. But last night it was everybody and their, you know, their cosmic dog came in to talk <laughs> and it was great because uh, a dear friend of mine needed some answers and so oh ever, all of her guides. Okay. Oh, wow. So that's great. That worked great. And yes, so, it would have. You told me that I'll keep doing it. <laughs> it was one of them a Boston Terrier? Just thought I'd ask. I'm kidding. But No, but I have, I do see people's dogs, yes. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, it's, um, I think there's another part of the Mercury and Pisces Neptune thing is that it's not what you're going to expect it to be, you know, and that's usually a, a Uranus trend trait but it's like you you kind of wander into the forest and you take a detour you know and you take it over here and you find oh all these wonderful things over here then you come back and go well what just what did I just do okay and then I'm gonna go take another detour somewhere else and find something on that path so it's it's very interesting because it's stuff that I never expected to happen and probably you didn't either for that matter you know, when oh, you're... all this craziness! You mean? Yeah. I hoped. I ca I had hoped since I was a little kid that all that this, you know, the events that have been happening recently were actually going to happen, mm -hmm. and it, they do seem to be. I mean, and when you look out into the future, the cool stuff that's coming mm -hmm. makes me excited. But what I would say to your listeners today that really can help everything that we've just been talking about right. is just grounding in a new Earth because yeah. Earth isn't the same earth now that it used to be. Mm. Everybody kind of knows that. We know that right. we're at least in our heart field in 5D. Yes. We're in a lot of 40 too, I have to tell you, because yeah. clearly people who still have pain, we still have these problems, oh, all yeah. this kind of craziness is going on. That's clearly 4D. Yeah. That's where you see all the phenomena and all that kind of crazy yeah, stuff right. is 4D. But yeah. we know for sure that most people on planet earth and most 
we're just not that 3D planet anymore. Uh-uh. No. And so when you shifted. go to ground into what you used to do and mm-hmm. do it in the way you used to do it, yeah. there's nothing there. Yeah. And so <clears throat> what we're doing now that seems to work great is to say something like, I command, and you're commanding, you're commanding all of all of you, which there's a lot of you going mm-hmm. on in there, higher self, over soul, yeah. your eternal soul, your inner child aspects. You're commanding everybody to get on the boat, and we're going to go right down in the earth, and we're going to anchor there. So you just say simply, I command to ground into 5D, or at least 5D, okay. but up to 12D new earth. Okay, that sounds so that's I do really that good. every day, as many times a day as I can think of, and yeah. it works great. That's fabulous. Okay, I'm going to take another break right now. When we get back, we're going to talk to Mary some more about all this good stuff. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Hi there, this is a live read for Mr. Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life, people like you and me. His writings emphasize that each and every one of us was blessed with a unique, one-of-a-kind winning hand that will eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories and conduct radio interviews for the rest of his life as a way to encourage and inspire others. Another great book of Matt's is the trilogy Judge Alvin Wong slash Laura Town slash Mouse That Roared, which has been receiving a lot of attention lately and can be found on Amazon and his website. Feel free to look at Matt's website, where all his books are available. Matt would love to hear from you, too, and promises to answer any or all of the who contact him. You can also write him at his personal email address at workinmat7, W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7, at AOL.com. Or you can call him at 206-915-1881. You can contact him for sure, though, at his website at www.matshaybooks.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back George Bean, pop culture maven, with an update on Stephen King and the high cost of those streaming services. On Saturday, Bonnie Barnard returns with creating powerful affirmations that steer your life into the fast lane. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And with me this morning is Ms. Mary Beckman, who has been our co-host in our, in our past, but has now moved on to greater and better things. So anyway, Mary, where were we? what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about grounding. The yes. other thing people can do, too, is just call back their own spirit their own soul right because you know as crazy things happen maybe you've gone through trauma maybe you've had a surprise maybe you've almost had an accident or had an accident you can also say out loud i command body mind and spirit connection right and you'll actually you'll actually feel yourself hook back up okay you'll feel your stomach drop and there's just more room in there for your beautiful soul so just give that a try those two things and you know you can get with me if you want to know about more about that but seriously really grounding lots of times during the day will really help yes it will and i must add here that even though we have a lot going on in water we do have four planets in earth so that will help us too i think jupiter i think mars is there and saturn and pluto and another one too which i can't remember but 
Um, It's when I was doing my horoscopes this week. I was juxtaposing the water, which is the spiritual, more etheric world versus, you know, the earth, which is the grounded physical stuff that you were just talking about. So when you have to do both, which is kind of weird because it seems like they would fight each other, they really don't fight each other at all. It's interesting, I found out, that when you are digging into earth and you dig and you dig and you dig and you can't find an answer, then you kind of jump over to the water and kind of, I might need a little help here, God, you know, a little help on the spiritual side. Because what the deal is, is that enlarging your perspective on what you're doing, especially if it's if it's earthbound, then <clears throat> when it, you jump over to the love a larger picture which is the water it will take your perspective and broaden it out so you can see what you're really doing so the idea here is that you can find out why you're doing things then come back and retool or retune the earth so it will match the spiritual that's what i think (laughs) well it's really true because you know when i first started doing this all my guides were angels and galactics you know, and then I would start getting people from the, uh, you know, from the fairy realm and that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, no, gosh, I have been getting guides all over the place that are more earth guides. Yes. And what you can always remember to do is just any pain in the body can be sent down the grounding cord, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And my new my new earth guide showed me how to clear pain out of the body. And that's something, of course, I do like 8,000 times a day. <laughs> but it really does work. <laughs> it really does work. So. Those earth guides are awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because <clears throat> whenever you've got a pain, that's something that has come down from spirit to mind to body. So it's usually the last phase, you know, when it reaches the body, then it means it's kind of hooked into the spirit and the mind. So sometimes you have to go re- reverse that, right? You know, reverse it, go back through the mind and through the spirit to see where it comes from. Oh, absolutely. That's, yeah. that's certainly what I've been doing this year for Lots of folks, including myself, is how did I ever get this this issue that I have, and, and right. what do I do with it? Right. And there's so many ways that you could handle it. Exactly. It's kind of fun too. It's a it's an exciting puzzle. Why do I feel like I do? Yeah. Why don't I know how yeah. I feel? I don't know why. Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. most of the time, people don't. <clears throat> yeah, and it's the Earth stuff that you know we find out what the reality, the physical reality of anything is Earth. So. Uh, when you have a sequence or something or a bunch of symptoms that are all kind of lining up to be the same, that's something you have to really sit down with. It's sort of like the writer's um, theory. Is that kind of what I used when I wrote my book? I said, if, I, if I'm finding out a perspective or I get some sort of perspective from somebody and I'm kind of doubting it, I need to have it confirmed at least three times by other people. You know, because, you know, that kind of grounds it right there. You know, that 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 asta- that opinion is somehow grounded in the rest of the world. You know, and let's take a look at how real that is. And it's a little bit more real when you, gr- you ground it with other people. But, you know, for me to just like bring out a, a, some sort of theory, I'd have to I basically when I did my book, I sent it to five astrologers. <sighs> you think that wasn't that was really hectic. And very tense for me because I didn't know what was going to happen. I figured, what if I got somebody who says, no, I'm sorry, your stuff's just not even valid. You know, Mm -hmm. I was afraid of that. 
But it didn't happen. But I had one thing in the book that I missed. It was a mathematical equation that I blew. And so I looked at it again and, and, and changed it. But that was the only thing that was wrong, you know. But um, the thing about, and I think this is what you're talking about. When I wrote my book, I was writing on something that had been never done before. And it was some sort of conceptual idea that all these planets in certain degrees all added up to this event, the Titanic. And I thought, well, huh, that's going to sound weird. You know, how does that work? I mean, there's no real basis in reality for it. But, you know, I basically wrote the book to prove it. You know, mm-hmm. I researched it for five years and wrote it for two, you know, because I wanted to get every single piece of data that I could on that. And I'm kind of talking in a way about what you just said, you know, you know what I mean? You know, exactly. Yeah. You come from one tradition and I come from another, but it's, it's said equally well in, in both. And I am so thankful that spirit gave me my guides who could really be me, except for, boy, do I have a heap of improving if I want to say that I have anything to do with Professor Einstein other than he's my guide. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. My other guide mm-hmm. is Mr. Tesla and my other guide is Nostradamus. Those are my big three. So I hear the words prove it all day long. Right. And it's something that comes out of my, my mouth all the time because when I see a holy one, when I say I'm looking for Cousin John twice removed or I'm looking for Clive Kessler, they got to prove it to me. Prove yeah. that you are that person. Right. Because if they're sitting next to me in my car, by golly, I, you know, I could say anything. But I'm not like that. I have to prove it to myself that it's really them. Yeah. And so when people say, how do I know that your psychic reading is true? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't. But I am the most, you know, I am the most uh, skeptical person you will ever meet. And by the That's time I've said it, I've figured it out three times by myself. It drives right. people crazy about me. But serious, it is. I mean, I really want to make sure that, you know, that what I'm saying is, is the best uh, version of what you yeah. can get behind. Yeah. Well, Remember, you, they used to do that in the news. Oh, I know. <laughs> yes, they, they used to. Um, we could say, yeah. uh, how much is being made up right now? Good question. I, I'm I'm questioning all the sources right now on everything. Let's channel Walter Cronkite next yeah, time I'm on. Yeah, that's a really good <laughs> idea. Let's get him back, you know, <laughs> because it would be a lot, a lot more accurate, I think. So, um, yeah, what what you were talking about is, you know, not just validating yourself, but making sure that your source is absolutely 100% integrity laden, you know, because one of the things about your chart, because I know it very well, Missy, is that you have a Saturn-Sun conjunction, which basically says, I, in order for me to do the work, I have to make sure that I do it in the highest level of personal and professional integrity. If you don't, Oh, man, you know, Saturn's riding your butt, basically. And when he does that, it's it's sort of like this uh, overlord. That's a good word. An overlord standing there saying, OK, show me what you've written. And you show it to him. And he goes, OK, that'll pass <laughs> kind of in a judgmental way, sort of a patrician, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a paternal type of way. But and you also have Mercury in Capricorn, which is kind of like saying the same thing. So in order in order for you to speak to somebody, you have to make sure that all your sources have been validated. You know, it's right. just like that idea of hitting three sources to make sure everything is valid. Then you'll sort of tell them, you know, because I mean, that's why I go to you, because if I had anybody else was all Neptunoid, you know, and say so they kind of pull it out of there or something. 
<laughs> you know, I, you know, I'm just kind of going, I don't think so. You know, because I'm a Pisces, but I've got a really strong Saturn in my in my chart, which says I have to not just believe it. I have to know that it's true, you know, and uh, and have it validated by many sources, you know, which is why I did what I did with my book. You know, I I had to do that over and over and over again to validate every single thing I got, because I would get something intuitively and I go, I don't know. You know, and then I would go in and I'd find the chart and it would validate. The chart would validate everything. So anyway, that's what I'm talking about. But, you know, I think that's what we're talking about here as far as the evolution of our species. We have to combine the real physical along with the spiritual. You know, we have to be able to see the bigger picture because otherwise we'll get stuck in the past. Because Saturn is about what was behind us. You know, what we've lived before and before this lifetime. So it's what we already know, what we already can count on. But when we try to, because you're born in Aquarius, it means you're trying to break out of that, you know, through your own ways of doing it. How does that sound? It, it sounds it sounds good. And I guess what I would say to everybody is if you've got some old stuff, just start looking at it one piece at a time. Yeah. You'll feel so much better because this energy supports yeah. a good hard look. Yes. And some of really like that kind of thing. I love looking at all my old crap and getting it out and spreading yeah. it out, looking yeah. at it and, and transmuting it and, and, and shipping it. Yeah. It feels good to me. However, some people <laughs> dread that kind of thing. Oh, I know. It's going to be harder to hold up stuff walking forward. Oh, I know. It's really squeezing us right now to bring what's the most difficult up so we can shine a light and let that go. Yeah, that's Because right. we're really going to be doing this forever, really. But right now, Seriously, if you've got something you're holding on to, let it go. Yeah. Take a look at it. Find a professional. If you can't do it, talk to your friends. Yeah. Just keep talking. Let it go. Yeah, it's true. And I think, by and large, this is all I'm going to say about what's going on right now, but I think that's kind of like in the macrocosm. That's the microcosm is basically what you just said. And it's going to macrocosm is what everybody's doing in reaction to that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it it's... Um, I mean, we're divided down the down the country center, you know, between conservatives and, and liberals and all that stuff. And um, it's just the these are things that have been going on for a very long time in our history. It's just they are up where we can see them. We have the, you know, the country being governed by somebody who, who we're not sure about sometimes. But uh, it, it is it's kind of the mirror is being very playing very strong for us to look at all these things. And um, there's a really strong emphasis on trying to handle this. We want to get through it, you know, so we can figure out what's on the other side. You know, and that's what we call Pluto and Saturn are, are working in that regards because those provide us with some of the most difficult things we have to look at in our own lives and, and collectively, you know. And so when we do look at something, it, it's like, oh, no, you turn around. I can't bear to look at that thing. Well, you have to, you know, because it's at the core of why we are stuck. So anyway, um, it's um, I I try to keep, you know, I keep these planets in my head all the time when I'm talking to people or when I'm looking at the news and I'm kind of superimposing the planets over what I'm seeing right now. And it seems to really fit, you know, and unfortunately, a Saturn Pluto conjunction is is difficult at the very best is probably the most difficult planetary transit we have. 
So we're going to get through it. It's going to be another, you know, six, seven months before we're out of it. But we'll get through it. We will get through it for sure. So anyway, got to take another really quick break here. And when we get back, we're going to continue with Mary Beckman. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom. She's of the Medicare Exchange, and Medicare coverage is very important and a confusing issue as we near retirement, largely because Medicare does not cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage to take care of you, uh, take care of that extra 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help you get the best coverage for you, and with her, the process is really easy. And in the end, she'll probably save you some money. Now, Susan's got some new workshops scheduled. I've got the schedule here, and I'm going to read it out. Okay, and you can find her this month on March 3rd. She will be at the South Hill Library at 5.30 p.m. What her in Puyallup, what she talks about is the program and, and, what, and basically talks to each one of you about what you can do to bring your bills down, but also to find the supplemental coverage that's right for you. Okay, and then on March 11th, that's my birthday, March 11th is the Federal Way Library, and that's at 6.30 p.m. This will be about an hour to two hours, I think, approximately. And then on March 24th, the downtown Puyallup Library at 5.30 p.m. So, and don't forget, she's going to be at the Emerald Spiral Expo on March 28th. She and I will be in a booth together. So if you need more information, call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. Ready to shake things up? Try Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And today we have Ms. Mary Beckman on and we're talking about all sorts of wonderful things. So, um... We, we've been talking about earth versus spirit, I think, basically kind of distilling it down to one subject. But I think that's the stuff that you're dealing with, right? Well, yes. <laughs> because I'd rather <laughs> well, be in my yes. head. I'd rather be channeling. I'd rather be talking to my guides, but I know I need to be in my body. Yes. We all kind of do. Yeah. You know, the body's the last to know. So as you were saying, and so if you've got an issue in your body, uh, now really is the time to start working with it. Yes. You know, we're not getting any younger kids. We got to, no. we got to, you know, we've got to say uh, it's time. I mean, I just went through something health wise and uh, my guides were saying, you know, soul, it really is the energy that you are feeling. Yes. However, you have a body and you need to take care of it. Yeah. And so I did. Yes. And it, it worked out. And so I would say, you know, if you guys are uh, out there and Radio Land. If anybody has an issue that you have not dealt with, mm-hmm. definitely take a look and see if it's part of your personality not to. And okay. if that's the truth, this is now the time to to actually change. Boy, that word change is hard. Change your diet. Change your personality. Yeah. Change yourself. Change your weight. Ooh, people hate that. <laughs> it's but true. Once you start, once you start working <laughs> on it, the piece that's there uh-huh. is is fantastic. And I just it hope is. everybody. Everybody takes a look at that. People you know, change, and it's, it's good. It's, it's interesting. Sorry, sorry, interrupted. But okay, uh, I was uh, thinking about the time that when in two thousand four I was diagnosed diabetic, and um, at that moment I knew in my in my heart and my mind and everything else I was going to have to change my diet from that moment on. Moment I was at the doctor's office, 
you know, and I said, she says, well, you know, you haven't had anything to eat. Go eat a sandwich. And I said, I can eat a sandwich. I couldn't believe it. You know, what did I know about diabetic stuff at that point? Although my, both my parents had been diabetic. So I sort of, sort of suspected that I was on the, on the, be on the block for that. So, um, the thing about it is, is that at that, those are moments in time when you cannot go any other way but into the place you're supposed to go. You can't go back to the past and eat like you used to. You can't, you know, because you find out really quickly that, you know, your blood sugar will react to it. But it's, it, it's, it's amazing how sensitive at least my body got towards the, um, the nature of, of sugar in my body. You know, and I can always tell every morning when I get up what about what my blood sugar will be. I can read it and I can usually get it within a few points. So, um, and I notice that when my blood sugar is low, I feel clear, concise. I have lots of energy. And when I have a lot of sugar in my body in the morning, I feel sluggish and drainy. You know, and I don't like that feeling. So it's, it's, it, it becomes, it becomes an exercise of consciousness with your body when you're adjusting to some sort of health crisis that for, basically tells you you have to change your habits completely or not be here. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it's kind of, you have a choice and you really don't have a choice. But You don't. And so I'm just, you know, if I do eat that errant ding dong, I'm going to love it. Yep. I'm going to balance it into my body and I'm going to say for today... I might eat a bite of that ding dong, but tomorrow, you know what? I'm not. I'm just going to wave at it. Right, right. And I'm going to eat my good food now, seriously. Because I just yeah. have a picture of you waving, waving at a ding dong. It's <laughs> in of, your mind? <laughs> yes, it's, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things, the things I used to eat that I don't anymore. But oh, um, I know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it, it's funny. I've sort of adjusted my diet where I can eat a little bit of sugar around lunchtime or just about 1 or 2 o'clock, and that's it. You know, after that, I can't, and I stop eating in the evening at 6 p.m. I just don't oh, eat. I don't eat, I don't eat, even eat anything after that. I've conditioned my body to, to, to do that, you know, and so uh, I did that last night, and my sugar was very low this morning. But it's the best way to go because you can... You basically, you're, you're going to fast for the rest of the evening and then go into, you know, into the morning when you have been fasting. So it's very good for the body. It cleans things out pretty well. So <clears throat> this is what I found works for me. It may not work for everybody, but everybody has to find their own route to it. But if you are diabetic, don't ignore it. Even if you have been diagnosed and you're not doing anything about it, do not ignore it because it will cost you problems later on in your life. Because I know that I was told that at the first doctor's appointment, I said, you have to realize that you probably, theoretically, in theory, you've already had a heart attack. I've never had one. Oh, Lord. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, you know, the thing with me was high blood pressure. I didn't know I had it. Yes, right. And it it became very clear. And so I thought, no, I don't want to deal with it. I think it's the energy. Well, no, you know, you you got to be bright. Yeah. And I have such bright guides. They said, you know, this is probably a great idea to go visit the doctor. So yes. I did. And, you know, now I'm I'm going to work on everything else that goes around that, which is what one eats, how right. one walks, that sort of thing. Yeah. Walk right. every day a little tiny bit, you know, just get, get my energy up a little bit more. Right. Exactly. We are not just a brain. We're not just a soul. We've got that body and we're yeah. going to take care of it. It's 2020, kids. Get out there. Take yeah. care of it. Yeah, get your eyeglasses on and take a look at what you're not mm-hmm. looking at. 
Yeah. Because um, I think as we get on in time with all this activity astrologically, it's going to be very important for us to be in our bodies, very strongly be in them because we're going to be asked to ground and ground and ground again. Because no matter how things get crazy, and they may get crazier before we're done with all this, that, you know, if we, as long as we have our body and our health and we have our spiritual, we're going to be great, you know. It's just everything else around you is going to be crud. So, you know, if you can stay centered in that, you're going to be a whole lot better. And that's, I will have to say about that. So, anyway. Yeah, that's how it is. So, Mary, I think that's it. I think we're done for this morning. Wow, that was... gosh. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on. I had a great time. Oh, great. We'll do it again soon. Okay. Okay, honey. Take care. You too. Okay, bye. Okay. Um, Now we're going to take off here and we're going to do our announcements for this week. We have the Emerald Spiral Expo coming up next month at the end on March 28th. Okay, and this is the biggest and most preeminent New Age fair in the Northwest. And it has over 90 booths selling crystals, books, and readings. And there's a keynote speaker coming up, Colby Wilk, who possesses the ability and fine-toned skills to access pure source. Then read whatever issues are present in your life. Colby is terrific at answering personal inquiries with information that empowers us all. He will lecture, heal, and perform a workshop at the Expo. Okay, but you can bring all your family and friends and kindred spirits and explore the exciting world of alternative medicine, new age wisdom, and quantum physics. Okay, and this is a free event with free healings, lectures, and free parking at Kent Commons, 525 4th Avenue North on Saturday, March 28th. The new hours are from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And if you'd like to learn more about this or you would like a booth, I believe, from what I heard, I contacted Estara last week, and she said there are still more available booths. I think there's about 10 booths left. So if you want to talk to her about getting a booth, you can contact her at emeraldspiral.com. That's Estara Brisky. And then, there, yes, there are still booths available, and you can allow a Emerald Spiral Expo to help you discover a new adventure on your journey of spirituality, your purpose, and the magic inside of you. Now, we have After Dark readings in two places this week. We have one on Monday, which is the Pizza Casa, which is in Lakewood at 12924 Pacific Avenue, Pacific Highway Southwest, pardon me. And it's $20 for 10 minutes, $40 for 20 minutes. Now, we have a special thing here. We're just going to open the phones one of these days and, and figure out who wants to do this. But it's the first person who contacts us. And comes to the um, the Pizza Casa or Burr's Restaurant, will get a free book and a pizza by Matt Shea. The first it'll be the first part of this month. Okay, next month. Okay, so next after that is the After Dark readings at Burr's at at Stillicum Boulevard. That's sixty one fifty one Stillicum Boulevard in Lakewood. That's at Burr's Restaurant, six thirty to eight thirty p.m. every Wednesday evening. And the readings I did a reading for Alia a couple of weeks ago. She was awesome. So anyway, yes, $20 for 10 minutes, 40 for 20 minutes, the same amount there. So you can come to either place and have a reading with me. Now, uh, we also have the, um, how, yes, the horoscope column, which is every Monday. We have them newly, newly posted on 1150kknw.com. I write a horoscope column under Jupiter Rising Show. It's right on the front of the website. You can find it and find your sign and read your horoscope. Okay. So. 
Contact information for me is EileenGrimes.com and the Jupiter Rising Show at AOL.com is the email address. And Mary, you can get at MaryBeckman.com or talk to Doug at 206-769-4924. And next week we're going to have, actually we're going to have Jackie Slevin on again. We love her. And after that, on March 14th, we'll have Matt Shea. Okay, so that's it for us today. We had a great time with Mary Beckman, and we're going to see you all next week in the new month. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW, Alternative Talk Radio.